This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. On the 16th of September, if you are an eligible voter in Kirikiriro or have enrolled to vote, you'll be sent a uh, voting pack for your local government. So here in Waikato, you'll get um, a voting pack for your city or district council, as well as the Waikato Regional Council. So between now and then, some of the sorts of things that we'll be doing is looking at uh, the, the, the issues that we face as a region or a city or a district and the candidates who are vying for our vote as well. So, you know, who better to ask um, to find out more about how we actually learn more about the issues and the candidates than a voice that you'll be very familiar with, uh, political commentator Paul Barlow, or otherwise known as Paul the Other One. Good morning. Hello there. How are you going this morning, Kelly? I'm good, and thank you for joining us, particularly at short notice. You're always wonderful like that. I do what I can. You do what you can. Um, and at the moment, that's actually quite a lot, because, to be honest, there isn't too much information out there about the issues and about the candidates. So I always really appreciate the work that you do on helping to keep everyone informed. Um, I thought we might start with Big Things Ahead. That's a project you started work on last year and is continuing on this year. So tell tell us more about the kaupapa of that and some of the issues that you talk through. Yeah, absolutely. So Big Things Ahead is a series that's really specifically looking at what councils do. And we focus on Hamilton City Council because it's obviously the biggest one in the region, but also because it's the one that it's the most obvious to see what it is that they do and the issues that affect the council, but also how those affect people out there on the street. Literally everything from the second you walk out your door is, is controlled by council in some way. And a lot of people don't realise that. So it was about looking at the people who make the decisions and their processes and how those decisions can come back and affect you. So, and then the first episodes we looked at everything from three waters which you know was huge and everybody has an opinion on all yep. the way through to stuff like the changing of the name of the city which is one of those things which will happen it's just how it's going to happen and when it's going to happen and what that would actually mean for how the city looks and feels because that would be a big part of it as well so you've done this interview style. Uh, so obviously yes. you've done your research and you talk about the issues, but you have interviewed people throughout this. Were you um, when you started the project? Were you and you know and you go through it? Were you surprised by anything in particular that kept coming up that you hadn't been aware of? Yeah, I think the thing that sort of really surprising was just how much the passion that your candidates bring to an election ends up translating into stuff that gets done. And particularly in the two new episodes that are coming up soon, where we look at what sort of things have been achieved over the last term in council, talking to the, the outgoing councillors, the ones who can't campaign, um, it, it was really interesting to see things like um, Martin Gallagher, for example, when he was first elected back in the 80s, his big project <laughs> ran on was the Ring Road. And oh, it's right. just been completed. Um, Mark Bunting is all about cycleways and road safety. And you've got things like the, the Gordon Road, uh, Gordonton Road, Thomas Road intersection. There's been no death since they fixed that. And there's been massive infrastructure upgrades for cycling around the city. But then you get somebody like Rob Pascoe, who's an accountant, and he's gone through and made sure that there's stops and checks in place that even though you might not be happy with how the council spends money, you can at least know that it's done in a way that it's not overspending, that there's 
checks in place to make sure it, it's the right sort of spending. It's quite interesting to see how those passions come through that I don't think people realise is so important at this time of year when they get to choose who goes to represent them. Yeah, I'm actually I'm looking forward to hearing what the outgoing um, councillors have to say um, because, I mean, they've got nothing to lose by being honest, do they? <laughs> they, they, they did pull back a little bit sometimes. Yeah. It was the odds that they, they just didn't want to um, offend anybody who might still be there next term. Oh. Um, but, but it was quite interesting how open they were about everything. So if we, talk, I mean, look, I, I mean, I really hope listeners will go straight to to listen to big things ahead. But I mean, and, and you did mention some of the issues you cover. But what are the things that you are hoping people can ask the candidates about? You know, around these issues, we'll stick with just the issues at the moment in <laughs> uh, the candidate events that are coming up, because we know that I there's at least twenty odd in the next couple of oh, weeks. Oh yeah, and I do feel really sorry for the candidates so who have. It's like a gauntlet to run. Mm. Um, they're going to get a lot of the same sort of questions around specific infrastructure projects that people are really passionate about. Um, but it's really important, I think, to get their opinions as well as the technical details. So you might get somebody like, I'm all for cycleways. Like, cool, why? Ask, ask candidates why they're keen on something or not keen on something, because that gives you an indication as to the personality that they're bringing to the table. That's a good point, and it reminds me of, uh, you know, when a candidate says, I will keep rates down, or um, yep. something along those lines. I mean, you've heard it before, um, but you've got to ask them how. What, yes. what is it that's nice to have that you don't want to invest in? Ask, yeah, exactly. Drill down, find out more, get them to back oh, up what they've claimed and said. Well, one of the things people often forget as well is councils have a remit that's in law. So it's written into law that councils have to do things like encourage the cultural growth and celebration of your communities which, you know, you might not like a concert that they put on or a public event that they do, but that's part of what council has to do by law. Mm. So it's, it's not, it might feel like a nice-to-have, but technically it's a must-have. Yeah, I, I always say, stick to the pipes and the roads. I'm like, well, actually, there's four well-beings. You, you need to take into yep. account all of them. Um, that, yeah, and that's a part of it, and that's what creates a balanced city anyway. I mean, do we really want to <laughs> live in a city that just has pipes and roads? I certainly wouldn't. Um, no, so Stuff Circuit have done a really incredible uh, kind of, uh, intense isn't the right word, but that's all I have at the moment, a documentary called Fire and Fury. It's yes. a disinformation project, uh, and I think uh, every every voter should watch it. Um, oh, yeah. So Fire and Fury, you'll find it, just Google it. But there are lots of things you can take away from that and have should be thinking about uh, before you vote. Now, look... Uh, Let's be open with uh, listeners. We can't say who you can and can't vote for in terms mm -hmm. of candidates or political parties. But that aside, what sort of questions would you uh, suggest people ask to drill down? Because we know from Fire and Fury that there are a lot of candidates standing who don't um, openly disclose their alliances mm -hmm. uh, for various reasons. Um, yep. So what are, what are we looking for? What are we, what are we asking? Yeah, so the, the Disinfo Project is actually sort of identified around 170 candidates so far around the country that are aligned with organisations that you might not necessarily feel have the best interest of voters at heart. And, and the sort of questions you should be looking at when, when you're talking to them directly is really sort of targeted around those kind of beliefs. Um, what did they think of the Wellington protest? That kind of question. Oh, right. Um, because a lot of them went to the Wellington protest or were really big supporters of it. Um, you know, have, what do you think of Voices for Freedom? What do you think of, of Chantal Baker? That kind of question 
um, is, is really targeted but should get to the crux of it. But there's also little sort of clues you can find in some of the comments and conversations that they have. Um, the term freedom comes up an awful lot. Mm-hmm. Back to democracy um, is a really big one as well. Um, there's if you get a chance to troll things like their social media accounts, you'll often find clues buried in there. People want you to vote for them, so why are they hiding their Facebook page, for example? Mm, um, mm. It is a big one. But often you can go through and you'll find a lot of them fall down this, this conspiracy theory rabbit hole. So there's talks of WEF conspiracies or um, free NZ media that goes on there. There's a lot of little clues that get hidden in there. But honestly, asking them straight up, what do you think of or what are your affiliations? If they're honest with you, then that's cool. But being honest and you know who you're voting for, and if you believe that, that's your choice. But if they're hiding it from you and you know they're hiding it from you, why would you want that sort of candidate on, on any kind of decision-making board? Mm, especially because uh, I know some of the reason people are voting is to try to destroy democracy. That's yeah. the reason. It's just a disruptive... Um, really just to be disruptive. Uh, so yeah. why would you want them in there? Anyway, but you mentioned there there's a couple of key words to look for. Um, and they sound good, really. Freedom, yeah, <laughs> democracy good. sounds absolutely. good. but uh, they, they, they absolutely do. And this is where things get twisted. It, it's kind of like, um, it, it, it seems really patriotic to wave a flag. Mm. But when was the last time you waved a New Zealand flag? Yeah, never in my whole uh, life. It, it, democracy and freedom, the terms are very Americanized in the way that they're being used by these people. Um, and, and so it's like, if you try and get someone to define freedom, it's a really difficult thing to define. Um, but a lot of the, the conversations that you find end up sounding American with people who believe this kind of stuff and believe that that's the sort of freedoms that we should have. Mm. And it, it can be a really tricky thing to get sometimes. Uh, but we should also point out not everyone who's talking about democracy uh, is trying to cause problems because actually no. we know there's a low voter turnout. We know we need to look at ways to increase engagement. So that's legit. Um, yeah. But you'll pick up some of those other cues if you are you trolling through. Oh yeah, Facebook yeah, and Google. It's, you can Google uh, and all of the ways that we find out and we snoop on the candidates. You oh, know, fair call if they're going to be a candidate, they're going to be prepared for us to snoop. Oh, absolutely. And the, again, if they're hiding stuff, you can tell. Like the, suddenly, you, their Facebook page isn't available for you. That, that, that's a bit strange. Why mm. is that kind of thing? Okay, it, there's a lot of clues out there if you go hunting for them but there's so many good resources as well google facebook um even if you find a candidate and you enter their name in the search bar for something like tiktok or twitter you can come up with what other people have said about them and other comments and you'll find people who have done their research have put that information out there as best they can so you said the disinformation project had a list of candidates so is that publicly available no it's not there's a really specific reason for that um, one of the things that, uh, there's a lot of research that goes into how you should report on this kind of thing, mm. especially when the target is to destroy something like democracy from the inside. Um, and, and they basically don't want to give people a checklist that they can go through and go, okay, these are the candidates that I'm picking. It, it's almost using that same theory that the, the candidates are using, that low voter turnout, nobody does their research. If I look good, I'll get in. It's the, the exact same theory of if we don't tell them who they are, they're not as likely to get in because people might not do their research and might not go through and check everything on the list. Yeah, interesting. Uh, and, um, I mean, I'm not going to name names, but I was at a candidate event last... I've told you already, Paul. <laughs> I was at a candidate event last <laughs> night and uh, one of the candidates just snuck in, it in at the end after, mm. you know, articulate little two-minute spiel and then right at the end... Absolutely. ...co-leader of... <laughs> 
So one yeah, the, pay that, attention at those pre- meetings. Well, one thing I do really like though is the fact that Free FM's doing this meet the candidates event at the moment, like the, the night uh, the, the show itself, and. There's at least one candidate on today's show that people should be listening into for that very reason mm. who falls into that category. Yeah, interesting. And yeah, and we're lucky we've got Free FM because, uh, like I said, at the candidate event last night, two minutes per candidate, yep. and you know that's yep. just the nature of it uh, with these events. But um, you get a ten minute corridor uh, listening into uh, Free FM's candidate show, so you can load a lot more in ten minutes oh, than yeah. you can in two, and really delve into it. Um, Paul, before we go, uh, let's have a bit of a plug for the event that you're coming back to the Tron for next week. Yeah, sure. So it'll be at the Western Community Centre next Friday, lunch with the bunch at 12 o'clock. Um, I'll be sitting down with the Merrill, West Ward and Māori Ward candidates. Um, we'll get to know them a little bit and it'll be a lot of fun. I've got some interesting stuff lined up. I'm thinking I might have a naughty chair in the corner for any candidate who says something that's just blatantly wrong. <laughs> oh, I, most of them just judging yeah. them last, last night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I might need more than one chair. might need more than one, yeah. 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 So it'll be a lot of fun. People should come along to it. Yeah, and of course the, the really good thing about that is uh, there's time to uh, talk one-on-one with those candidates afterwards instead of yeah. you don't just have to scarper off home. Um, the whole point is to really to get to know them um, because yep. they're like uh, like you'll learn in big things ahead. There are some big challenges we face, some big opportunities as well. Um, yep. So find out who is going to help us get to where we want to be, where our whanau want to be, um, exactly. and that's why we learn about these things. Uh, Paul, as yep. always, fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, talking about big things ahead, uh, disinformation, things to look out for, questions to ask, and of course, lunch with the bunch next week. Appreciate your time. Anytime. Uh, that's Paul Barlow, otherwise known as Paul, the other one here on uh, Free FM, who's host of Big Things Ahead. Uh, head to Access Media or freefm.org.nz uh, to listen to that. And also the Free FM candidate show, uh, always an incredibly helpful way to learn more about the candidates. But of course, you can head along to candidate events as well. Uh, the list of all of the candidates, actually, and all of the events are on yourcityelections.co.nz, uh, which is a Hamilton City Council website, but they've dedicated uh, one especially for elections. It also talks you through Māori wards uh, and the STV, which is how we will vote in this upcoming election. But of course, by listening into Free FM, we'll keep you up to date with all of that. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.